0: You're the Eagles, Dan, are you happy to see Eli Manning?
1: No, no okay, tell me why. I mean, well, because to Victor's point, like Eli, he can go out there and not care, he could be completely free. There's no repercussion for mistake, there's no consequence for mistake. Um, his legacy is set in stone, nothing that's going to happen, whether it's Monday night or for the next four weeks is going to change how people perceive them, whether it's in New York or nationally. So there's a beauty in like, okay, I'm just going to go let it go, and I'm going to be super aggressive and not care if I make a mistake. Because sometimes as a quarterback, you can get hot that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. can <laughs> get hot where it's like I'm going to put the ball in harm's way and my guys will go make some plays. So I'd rather have the young quarterback who hasn't seen a bunch of stuff that we can get out and be physical with and change coverage and blitz package rather than Eli who's seen everything. Yeah. He's going to know exactly what Schwartz and that defense is doing. And he's just there's a freedom to going, there's no consequence. Yeah.
0: Under Pat Sherman. I think what's interesting is that when Ben McAdoo got fired after 28 games, his record was thirteen and fifteen. Pat Shermer's record after twenty-eight games is seven
1: and twenty-one, just to really put that into context of what their patience was with the record under Ben McAdoo. So they have some serious questions to really ask themselves. Do they have the right guy, not just to develop Daniel Jones, but that has the leadership DNA to rise all boats in that organization and make everyone feel inspired to go where they need to go, really, which is to get back to their blue chip Pedigree, and, and that is a really serious question because what you could potentially be doing
0: is hiring a third coach that might have you even worse. I mean, when we were talking about this last year during free agency, no one thought that the Giants would be worse than 5 and 11, and here they are
1: worse.
0: Don't bite your tongue. A rare double-dose special NFL edition of Live from the Nosebleeds where, you know, I needed a Friday episode and shit just happened to come up. So, returning guest. It's been a little while. And Giants Enthusiast, he's had to go through, what is it, uh, 13, 14 episodes now? It's been a couple, uh, yeah. Of, of, of listening to Austin and Kettle talk about the Cowboys and the Eagles nonstop, and somehow, guys, we can't get out of that damn division, more NFC East talk. <laughs> I brought the homie Jack, man. What's good, man? What's going on, man? Uh, I
1: So I, much talk about the Cowboys I, and the Eagles. To be fair, to be fair, at least <laughs> it's not talking about the Redskins, but my God. <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't. I don't know that team. I don't. I don't. I don't know her.
1: Is Dak Prescott for real? I think he's fine. L- can we move on? I mean, he's
0: he's good. <laughs> yeah. Is Carson wins though? Ooh, he's having a rough one. I mean, no. Nah, I just I I just like fucking with him, whatever. Because you know they've been trolling me about Cam for how many years now. I mean. Dak's stats are definitely in the MVP discussion, but if
1: you're coming in with a 500 record, I think you're gonna have a tough time pulling that out. Just saying.
0: I mean, y- you 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 hit it right on the head. I think so. <laughs> but uh, like, it's just, should I tell the people like how this like became today, or do you want to do it? Oh, go ahead, man. So literally. I think it was right. I got the I got the report like right before. Well, okay, I don't know when I got the report, but I noticed it right before I went in for my lunch break. So right before twelve or whatever. And also shout out, you know, Keto and Austin. I think it was Austin actually hit us up in the chat, or maybe Keto because which is, is funny too because Brett. Matter of fact, as we're recording this the episode is just dropping, so you haven't even got to hear it yet. Keto is going to be in Philadelphia for the game. Fresh off the press, haven't even heard the yeah. news, news yet. Yeah, I mean, so so this is going to be more even ironic. Go ahead, and people have already heard it by this point. By the time this comes out, um, I was the only person to actually pick the Eagles. The other two picked the Giants. So he's gonna be there Monday night. Yes. Is he gonna be there all weekend?
1: Uh, no, I think he's leaving Tuesday.
0: Oh well, yeah, yeah, I think I think I think they're going up there Saturday. If I'm not mistaken,
1: that's, that's cool, man. That's that'd be a nice trip.
0: Yeah, I think they're going up there. Him and his pops is going up there. He just, I think they'll be up there Saturday, or be, they'll be somewhere around there Saturday, but Sunday and Monday, they'll definitely be in Philly.
1: Well, speaking as a Giants fan, which we'll speak on a lot in this episode, uh, oh, yeah. they got a good shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's funny because – well, okay, did, did you think that prior or post to the news? Because I saw the news, I got the news, and I hit you, and I said, yo – and you were like, "What's up?" And I was like, "You haven't heard?" And you like heard what? And I was gonna send you a picture, but I just straight up said it.
1: Yeah, I mean, normally during the day I'm able to keep up with sports news pretty well. I was pretty busy today, and i I hadn't caught that uh, Daniel Jones is injured. Uh, he apparently, which you know, I watched the game on Sunday. I I went back. I read through the article. So apparently, in the I'm second sorry. quarter, while he was, uh, I think it was like that quarterback sneak on fourth down, he, a uh, Packers defender landed on his leg. So he has a high ankle sprain. He's doubtful for Monday. So, return of the three lie, Eli Manning. <laughs> oh,
0: I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs> it's coming back Monday night. So you're saying before. Uh, this news, what I think, I think the same thing I thought going into the Packers game. Although, granted, the Eagles are not the Packers. Packers have been iffy this year, but it's mostly been those West Coast games they've really blown it. Um, I was not expecting to win that game. I was fully expecting our eighth loss in a row, or sixth loss in a row, whatever. Um, just lose count after a while. Yes, it's tough. It's been a tough year, and th- like the worst thing is that I've watched every Giants game, so it's been even worse. You know, like actually sitting there, like. Like shit, the the first half of the Patriots game, you're we like, man, a bunch of weird stuff happened, but it's tied. Like it, it, it was legit like going to the second half and then we blew up. Like the Packers game, it wasn't that far out of hand, and then the second half happened. So not really yeah. surprised by any of it. So I wasn't all that encouraged. I know Philadelphia's secondary is not exactly uh, up to snuff and the receivers can't catch anything, is kind of what I've noticed. Wentz has been struggling, but the talent on that roster is a lot better than the giants have probably like just in their starting s- starters in general. So yeah, not super excited going in after the news. It could be better. I mean, who knows it? Like when we changed quarterbacks earlier this year, the offenses was revitalized. I'm yeah. not dictating anything, you know, crazy is going to happen, but uh, I don't know. You know Eli, we man, we, we you can know, talk about,
0: Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, Eli, I I can't remember the Drake line or whatever. Uh, Fresh home, but still smell like vacation. He been (laughs) gone for a little while. I mean, dude, I'm sure it's good
1: for him. I mean, granted, he should have had that career starting record coming into this year, except for McAdoo benching him for Geno Smith, which was horrific. What was that, two seasons ago? So I I just know it got him out of here. So... One of the most durable quarterbacks of all time, technically, just in terms of career starts in a row. He's been off for, what's it now, two and a half months? I mean, he's going to be fresh. Like, like so, 12 got weeks. That. Yeah. Maybe well, 13 a, if you count into bye. Oh, no, 12. 12. No, 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 no. So he, he, his, he started week two, and then he was out. So it's been 10 weeks. Damn. Obviously, one of them is the bye week, but that doesn't really matter if you're not starting. Um yeah, true.
0: Do you hold the clipboard as a two time Super Bowl quarterback?
1: You know, I've been thinking about what the post Eli era was going to look like in general during the season. It's not like he doesn't know football. It's, you know, he has had success on the field, streaky as it has been, you know, the Super Bowls were all kind of the team got hot together. Plus, you know, having really good defenses, really good pass rushes helps run through all those road games in the playoffs and all that. But, you know, dude landed some dimes on some passes here and there. Uh, It's pretty well recorded on both those playoff runs. And he can read the defense. I I thought him being the one that could mentor Daniel Jones wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And then, you know, I don't think he's going to – I don't really think he's going to move on free agency. If he wanted to, I wouldn't hold it against him. Yeah. Um, there are teams that need quarterbacks. If they could put a line in front of him, which he hasn't had in seven years, something like that, <laughs> he, you know, he might be successful, but you know, my kind of hope of all hopes would be, you know, he retires and stays with the giants as like a quarterbacks coach. I, I don't see any reason why that wouldn't work out for him or so work he, out for the and more. Yeah, basically. I mean, maybe not call the plays. But, but uh, yeah. Okay, that that's gonna continue to go into the Giants' discussions of play Colin, But <laughs> Um, what do
0: you what do you say about the people that say, "Oh, Eli just got lucky"? Because I make, jo- I, I, I joke on him, I go in on him, but I don't think I. Oh God, I, what did I? I'm trying to think. Cause I know I had some Eli slander because I think I made the. Oh, oh, God! So I don't think you're hearing this. I think I made the joke. Eli's better, but if you take one of the rings away, he's Trent Dilfer. I don't agree with that because I. Well, don't... you not know, get disrespectful at times. sometimes it's
1: just a joke. That's fair, and I understand that. And <laughs> you know, I gotta, you not know, gotta bring the comedy, man. I, I guess it's hard for me to take it as comedy because.
0: Boy, oh, that's oh, my quarterback! a oh, no, quarterback. You know, you said <laughs> that shit about my. You know, you know, damn well if Cam would have won two Super Bowls, I'd be ready to fight right now. Yeah. So
1: I get it. God. We'll we'll talk on that too. Oh, but, we'll talk. Yeah, good lord. Um I don't think he got lucky. I mean I, I don't think, think, think lucky I don't think you get lucky in the NFL. I, I I truly it's the most competitive league or obviously football in the world. And then, you know, just look at this at the speed of the college game versus the speed of the NFL. And it's like you have a pool of what three hundred Division One teams in college, all that talent spread out like that, and it gets condensed down into thirty two teams, fifty five man rosters. And what's the size of college rosters? It's even bigger than that. So like the the speed of the game is so much different. It it's such high caliber to be able to you know read defenses at that high level of coaching when all you're doing all day. I mean like. I know all college football players all day are mostly just you know working out, watching film, and all that anyway. Not so much, probably not so much homework and all that. But right. <laughs> uh, it's literally it's literally a profession. Game paid, paid millions of dollars, the state of the art facilities and all that. I don't think you get lucky. I do. I I would even go as far to say Eli's gotten unlucky in a lot of these situations. In terms of these interception numbers, I I think you know, you know I'll probably get a lot of hate for this. They, I, I, I've had it before, but look 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 through his career interceptions then there's a large number of them i don't think he's quite venturing on Favre territory although Favre only got there because he is a literal gunslinger who played as long as he did but mm-hmm. see how many passes got tipped off the of hands how many passes got tipped off of hands it was like almost a meme in my head for a while watching balls like It'd be one thing if they're incompletions, but the fact that the receivers got their hands on it and popped them in the air, like that's what led to the interception. That wasn't a bad read on Eli. So like some of those things get skewed against him, and if you're going to look at pure numbers, of course you're going to bring that up. But I don't think I, – I think that plays against the narrative of the quality of quarterback he was for a long time. And yeah, it, it, I think what a lot of fans are bummed about is his career record is st- – you know, stuck at 500 right now. He's one hundred.
0: Oh, I, I was definitely going to ask that. I was definitely yeah. going to ask that. But before that, I was going to say, I as far as this season, I didn't think it was fair that he literally, like, pretty much got benched and Golden Tate hadn't even got back it. Because I was like, that's going to be a, a piece that's going to help. A big game changer, yeah. Which
1: you can say whatever you want about what his suspension was all about. He claimed it was, what, fertility
0: drugs? Yeah, yeah. It's something like him and his wife trying to have kids, right? I mean, I would like to believe it.
1: I don't – obviously, I don't know Golden Tate. He's been pretty adamant (laughs) in the past about uh, being against players who use PEDs. So whether he did or not, it doesn't really seem to be in his
0: character. You you can't be talking shit and then get caught up as a hypocrite. Like, that is not a good look.
1: And I'm sure it's happened before. You know, Like, I don't really follow a lot of baseball, but I'm pretty sure like when a Rod stuff came out, I bet he had said something in the past about players using PEDs and stuff like that. So who knows? But, you know, I was excited for the offense to get full and I was expecting things to not go well, especially after that first game at Dallas where we really got our shit kicked in. But, um, yeah, like it would be different if you have a guy, but then so like even Golden Tate doesn't really fit the whole scenario of what the Giants offense at full strength is. You know, Sterling Shepard has made his launch being the slot receiver and Golden Tate's been a slot receiver his entire career. So I didn't know how that was going to mesh well together. Um, and then on top of that, Evan Ingram is mostly coming from the inside as well. Like there you have three crossing routes. Like what's the rest of the offense going to look like?
0: I, it, it can't be no worse than the Cleveland right now. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, Freddy, soup kitchens. Yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> can he coach himself out of a paper bag? <sighs> uh, it's, it's, it's a tough season luckily their last
1: couple of games look like they should be relatively easy but i don't think it's going to lead them to the playoffs or anything
0: how would you feel if the giants were getting as much pub as cleveland got coming into the year and then just came in there and just laid a fucking egg well it would
1: be tough for the giants to get as much plug as the browns did when we traded our best
0: player to the browns which played into all that which that was an interesting gm move what do you think about that in the moment I feel like a lot of people like I was I remember hating you like what in the hell is happening.
1: All I know is that uh Dave Gettleman said we didn't re-sign Odell to trade him and uh we <laughs> we traded him. So that was what like 9 months later mm. unexpected and disappointing. I mean like if <sighs> if you look back actually I think this is an interesting conversation in general, just on Odell and his whole, um, what, how his career, well, not his season, how his career has kind of progressed. Like it's, it think it started kind of when McAdoo took over as head coach, you know, he was our home run hitter. Right. And he would he could take a slant to the house. And that was kind of what he made his name on is that if you get him an open space, he can make people miss and, I would say definitely starting last year, if not the year before, if you look back on the tape on him, every catch he gets, no matter what the route is, he is stopping on a dime to try to make someone miss and redirect the field. And it's become a detriment to his game in terms of just how, like, you can see him on a slant, clearly going to be able to get another five yards going upfield if he continues his momentum. And if that's all he gets, that's all he's going to get. He could make someone miss out of that while he's going full speed and he has a change of direction that he has as an athlete. But the fact that he immediately, once that catch is made, is trying to you know do a spin move, cut back outside to cut back in kind of thing. It just kills all of his momentum. And I think that's kind of. Like the decline you've seen in his yardage numbers, which I don't know if they are, was yards after the catch and all that look like. But I guarantee the front half of his career versus the back half. I mean, he's been in the league, what, six years something like that. And that's crazy to think about. Yeah, I think like that middle section there, and it's probably partially because when the Giants changed coaching staffs, we changed the entire offensive scheme, including Eli's dropbacks and how he drops back in the offense, which really fucked up his game like straight up. Like, I don't think he ever recovered from that. The combination of that and the offensive line being atrocious, um, <laughs> yeah. Like Odell was trying to make plays happen, and you can't fault him for that. But at the same time, you can't not take the plays that worked for what they were and try to make every play the one that's going to go to the house. I right, yeah. So it's like I don't think it's surprising when you see Landry is having a better receiving year for the Browns than he is, and uh, sure, he's probably getting more. Of the be- the best cornerback coverage and all that,
0: but uh, I, I, I wanted to speak about that because I've I, like, have you ever been in? And this is gonna sound weird because I mean, clearly you know we we're not professional football players or any professional athletes. To you, ever, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you ever, right? You you ever worked with your best friend? No. So no slander you want- out there. To anyone I ever worked with. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 I'm not trying to say it like that, because I, mean, I literally, like, I the like, person I tell people who's my best friend or whatever, like, shout out Cody or whatever, like, we do Tarot Talk together. Yeah. Like, that's been my boy over, I don't even know how many years at this point. Like, I was the best man at his wedding, you know? Like, yeah. it, this, this isn't just, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we literally, like, worked together at one point or whatever. Now, it was a little bit of a different demographic, because technically, he was kind of my boss. You know, I can't imagine like Landry and Odell being like you know like that. But like for a while, it was like, oh, you think joint would just work because we know each other. It was a couple of months. Like I ain't gonna say stuff was weird, but it's like it's different because like when you talk to someone like like the way we talk, right? Yeah, we, it's easy to catch up. Now imagine we talk every day, and we have to be around each other like eight hours a day. In but a professional we also,
1: setting too. Yeah.
0: In a professional setting. And then it's like also too, we would like cause like even when we would see each other, we would kick it and do stuff or whatever. So it's like, yo, like, so I see you 40 hours a week now. And then like we do stuff on the weekends now too. It's like it, it was never a point where it's like, oh my God, like separate. But like it take it it took a little bit of time and we were like, huh, this is odd.
1: You get that feeling too when you're, you're really good friends with someone. You start living together, and it's kind of like not like hanging out, but like you know, we still need our own space. We still need our own time to yeah. do our own thing. I
0: That's mean, I have never moved in with any of my like best friends or friends in general. That's why I live alone. Tuh. Crazy man! Not, I couldn't. Like, I couldn't
1: imagine. I guess now, did they play together in high school too, or
0: was it just LSU? Um, I think just LSU. I don't know where Landry's from though, but I know LSU. Yeah. I, I thought something dated back a little bit earlier
1: than that, but they played together through LSU and then, you know, they were separated for a while in the NFL, but to come together again. And you know, I who else would know what you're going through on a regular basis than another person who plays wide receiver in the NFL for you know, r- regardless of franchise, it's just like your daily life. So I'm sure they talked a lot. And then right. to be in the same building all day, every day. And yeah, and it's like, especially the wide receiver position where it's like, you're not competing with each other. You want to play together, but like you both are touted as great receivers. I'm sure there's a little bit of jealousy if one's getting the ball versus the other.
0: You, you remember when T.O. and Chad Johnson were on um, Was Cincinnati? it
1: Cincinnati?
0: Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think T. J., I think TJ Housmanzada was gone by then. I can't remember
1: though. I think there was a minute when they were all there, but it didn't work out regardless. I mean, T.O. was
0: old. Chad Johnson was getting older. Yeah, it, it didn't work, and it wouldn't have worked earlier in their careers. Can you even it's, think of who the
1: quarterback was during
0: that? For the Bengals.
1: <laughs> was it, um, was it uh, Carson? Uh, it must have been Palmer. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that's
0: not so inflammatory. I mean, no. I'm I'm thinking because I'm like, can I name any other Cincinnati quarterbacks besides him and Andy Dalton?
1: I mean, to be fair, Carson was there for a long time, so I guess that fills a lot of the stopgap in my memory. But yeah,
0: you know. God, that's that's crazy. I, I my my thing is like, I like Dodell in New York, and I, I I my homie can tell you because Cody's a Miami fan actually, which is crazy. And you know, but shout out but, for Landry, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought Landry was crazy, bro. Yeah. Cause you remember they like well, who was his quarterback? backs sir, plural.
1: Well, there was Tannehill for a little bit, but before that, um, Chad Henney. Shout out Michigan. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> you you forget, you thought I forgot. <laughs> didn't he didn't he start in front of Tom Brady? Uh something like that. Jesus oh no, no, I don't think he's that old. I don't think he's that, I don't think he's that old. He's not that old. old. I,
1: he's I thought, not that old.
0: There's some some other,
1: it was some other perennial backup quarterback that started in front of Tom Brady at Michigan.
0: Not looking it up. But oh, oh, no, 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 same, same, (laughs) same. But no, I'm just just trying to think of scenarios. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out why that doesn't work. Like, well.
1: Like so they promoted Freddie Kitchens to the offensive court or to the head coach from offensive coordinator or was he just quarterback's coach, whatever he was he was play calling. He was just
0: the quarterback
1: coach, dude. He I mean was, I'm not for certain but I, I think you're right. And you know, he was play calling and it was working for Baker the second half of the year. But like, you know, we didn't well what, was the Odo trade for Zeitler, their offensive guard, who's, like, one of the best guards? And I think they lost another offensive lineman. Like, their offensive line took a big hit over the offseason. That was one of the biggest things coming in. That was one of their biggest question marks. And uh, I think, you know, these are, like just next gen stats things that you know I don't actually research or anything. People I just hear them on podcasts and people talk about things. But Baker Baker had a lot of success last season outside of the pocket. It was like the kind of rolling, I don't know if it was off play action or just out of pressure, where he was making a lot of his plays and I don't think he's been able to get outside of the pocket to begin with. Were you listening I, I don't know which how many uh NFL podcast or anything you listen to,
0: but yeah. I've heard some talking to him like it looks like he's been putting on weight this year. I've heard about that and I I laughed because I like I, I don't want to say too much about Baker because people are not like, well I'm going to. But Baker's you know, like,
1: oh, ask he's gonna listen to this podcast.
0: <laughs> hey Baker, <laughs> come at your boy or whatever. We can I'll I'll bring you on. What's up? <laughs> I'll bring you on. We can get it popping. The I'm dude, just trying to say dude is he, not forget is he, like, is he as good? Is he as good as people thought? Because when I saw him drafted number one, I said, Oh, they cap. like this is like nah. Have you seen the numbers? I pulled up the numbers on the episode, bro. 15 touchdowns, 14 picks. Those are Jameis S. Yes. And this is second season? Yes. And I'm not trying to say, oh my God. But of course, you know people don't have to be good by year two, but it's just like, bruh, like the way people are judged so quickly nowadays. So and who this was team he was supposed to be? Like what nine, ten game winners? Like
1: okay. Want... So who was he drafted or over in terms of you know um, quarterbacks? You got Sam Darnold, which. I don't know if he'd be doing much better I, with a different roster. I, I want
0: to ask you about him, but I'm going to save that for when we talk about your boy later. Yeah. So
1: Josh you. Allen, Josh Allen looks good this year, but he has been putting in work is what it seems like his like whole throwing mechanic and everything. Like he looks almost like a
0: different quarterback, which I'm not credit... I'm not going to reveal which friend it was, but I I remember um, what what college Josh Allen come from? Wyoming. Okay, yeah, I remember him coming out the draft, and like I'm not gonna name this friend because I'm gonna go um, hit him up later or whatever, or remind him some crap later on. But he shat on Josh Allen like he was like he is trash. He's gonna be a buzz like this kid is terrible, and it's 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 hilarious because Josh Allen just happened to be in his division now. But you know who you are. I mean, at least he's one of those quarterbacks
1: that. They haven't taken away his running aspect, which is one of his strengths, which I do think was one of the things that was helping Daniel Jones for a while, which seems like they've gotten away from.
0: Yeah, I don't like it when teams are like, oh yeah, we're going to make you this. And it's just like, no. That's, why the, that's, why, the Raven, that's why the Ravens are winning right now. Because Lamar, they're like, okay, we're going to build around on you. You like receivers like this? We're going to go get receivers like that.
1: <laughs> then you got Josh right. Rosen, which that's been terrible. And then I guess, you it's know... Even-
0: He's still not even playing over Fitz Magic. Damn.
1: He had a couple good weeks. I just... Miami has been trying to figure it out all year. I think he... I mean, just, they stopped tanking.
0: Yeah. and yeah. As, soon as, Tua, as soon as Tua got hurt that first time with the high ankle sprain, they was like, oh, shit. You remember they won that same week? <laughs> I swear to God, bro. My homie hit me up and was like, yo, we saw Tua got hurt. And it was like, oh, nope, never mind. They're like now we're taking for Lawrence next season, baby. <laughs> Screw yeah, the I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not, I'm not trying to crap on Joe Burrow, but like I don't just see teams losing their minds over Joe Burrow. Cincinnati won this week.
1: I think it's interesting. Like, sorry, I, I don't watch a whole lot of college football, and I guess the consensus
0: is. Yeah, I got you. That, that's. I Joe, just got back into it, like, like Joe was, Burrow.
1: Burrow kind of came out of nowhere this year. Like he wasn't like bad for LSU, but he wasn't having statistically outstanding seasons or anything in the past couple of years. And then this year he's like really put it together. Oh yeah. Cause you know, he was
0: like the third string backup in like Ohio state.
1: Doesn't it just kind of speak to the fact that he found a situation that works for him and he's like
0: assistant. succeeding in
1: it. Like I don't want to call anyone a system quarterback, but like when the pieces fit, sometimes they just fit for whatever reason I I, I guarantee he'll still be a high prospect and th- this is a good quarterback class coming up from what I hear you know again I'm not a big college football guy, but right I, I could see that not working out great for him,
0: especially if he gets drafted high onto a team that's not that good I right right now I can agree and I know if he, I mean if he comes back and makes me eat my worst then so be it but just I mean, Prove me wrong, man. So Baker, basically, pr- Baker, prove me wrong or whatever. Play better. Come
1: at me. Basically, getting back to that, the only quarterback I think that he was drafted over that has played better in the NFL, not necessarily as a better quarterback than him Johnson. so far, is Lamar Jackson. Granted, everyone passed on Lamar Jackson. And on top of that, the Ravens changed their entire offensive system to fit Lamar Jackson, and it's been extremely successful. But oh, successful in the short term anyway. Let's not go crazy. Yeah, we'll, that we'll,
0: no we'll one see. can't figure this out. But we shall see. Like the thing about the thing about Lamar too is like Lamar was pointing on people kind of like which Deshaun didn't fall like stupid far, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like everything we saw a lot of Deshaun coming out of Clemson was like, this kid's a winner. This kid knows how like he does what he like, you know what I'm saying? And to be fair, Lamar did not have the college record that Deshaun did. He did, but Louisville was that team. Was they were him. good. The yeah. team was him, though. Yeah, it was. It was not a lot of people on that. You know what I'm saying? No. To be fair, yeah, it was. It was basically all him. Yeah. He, he definitely didn't have that Clemson defense or whatever where they took like I mean, how many guys or whatever that are doing good in the league now or decent? Has anyone heard about Louisville since? I don't think so. They just lost to Kentucky, bro, in football. Swear to God, yeah, that, that that was a thing that happened in football, and they didn't just lose; they got blown out by Kentucky football. Oh. Wouldn't be that bad in basketball, but that's a tough break in football. <laughs> Kentucky football. <laughs> I bet. I bet you people are like, wait, they got a football team? That's one of them. Like, that's one of them questions.
1: That was like a couple years ago. Kansas football was good, they're like, what? Oh my, God you know who's <laughs> coaching <now? laughs> there now? Who? Les Miles. Well, that makes sense. No, he wasn't then.
0: Though he was. He, he's no, he the wasn't coach there then. now. He wasn't yeah. then, but I think that's when, what's the name was there? Who's the that's old guy? The that
1: Les Miles got after all those years? I that again, was, was a little bit
0: disrespectful.
1: That is yeah. disrespectful.
0: Um, what's the guy that used to? Um, Char- Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss. He was the coach at Kansas during that time. You're right.
1: Yeah. That was after,
0: his, after, 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 was with the Patriots, did he go to Notre Dame and then to Kansas? Yes. And I think it was yeah. in that order. Cause I was like, damn, like when they get you out of here, they really get you out of here. Like, Like, not even a Big 12 team, but just one of the worst Big 12 teams? Hey, dude knows offense. I mean, yeah. You know, it's like they try to put that disrespect, you know, like, been trying to put all that disrespect or whatever about, you know, um, Trubisky or whatever, like, you know, you went to a basketball school or whatever, and I was like, hey, I want that same energy from state fans when they're supposed to, quote-unquote, be a, a football school. But what happened to your football team in Raleigh this past weekend, when Carolina went in there and laid the smack down, did I tell you I went to that Carolina Clemson game? No, you didn't tell me that. Damn, that was pretty crazy. I did not expect that to be competitive. That was intense shit. Were, were you? Did you? Did you think that they had a chance? Be real.
1: No, but then so and the, 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 that first drive, they threw that touchdown um, right into the end zone. I was sitting in, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like even to have a 7-0 lead was surprising, let alone at the end of a one-point game.
0: Yeah, shout out um, Cody. Cody talked about him on the last Star Hill Talk. Sam Howell, man. Uh, I think the kid was supposed to go to Florida State, and he like decommitted and went and came to Carolina. Which kid? Which? Um, the quarterback. Oh, okay. Carolina. Yeah, yeah dude New looks Freshman. Fine. Which I was like, I've never heard anyone decommit from Florida State and go to Carolina, but even though Florida State just they fired their coach like a couple of weeks back.
1: Well, shoot, man, if the UNC quarterback can get selected number two overall over Sean Watson and oh <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, god. maybe, uh, maybe, maybe it's a good road to success. Oh my god, you got any? You got any thoughts about Mitch? Uh, I think the slander is real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I I asked I asked the guys. I was like, "Yo, is bitch back." And they both gave me a look and I was like, you, I was like, "Y'all know I'm saying the video podcast, right?" <laughs> I hate when they do that cuz they, they stay doing it like I'm like, "Bro, no one else can see us besides us right now." Not to get too inside baseball, but it's probably
1: more difficult when there's 3 being in a room like, you know. I, I'm not relying on you to make faces because I'm
0: not looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bro, they just give me faces and I'm like, you yeah, know, no one else can see you, right? You gotta you gotta talk. That's the but point of
1: if, this. If I, I think if I was in the room, yeah, it would it would be hard not to uh wanna do some body communication. Anyway.
0: <laughs> see, a lot of things, a lot of times I'd be trolling about Mitch, but like I mean, because 'cause I'm not a, you know, as as Bill called He them, looks right, bad, man. A <truth-er>. Uh, the Trubisky
1: truther, yeah,
0: that's. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not a Trubisky truther, but like you not know, got to ride for my guy because he's Carolina, man. Yeah, I, I would get off that bus <laughs> <laughs> because he could look good against Detroit. But um, well, he's playing the Cowboys too. How's that got, bro? That's that's happening tomorrow.
1: Oh my god, we were we were just
0: talking about that at lunch. You're like, what's the Thursday night game? And it's like, <laughs> oh. Six and six, bro six and six I was like because I, I didn't want to call it a loser I didn't I didn't deem it a loser leave town match because I'm like regardless of the Cowboys lose they can still make the playoffs that's
1: exactly what I was going to say there's no way <laughs> out of it because the Eagles can't buy their way back into it they're golden opportunity given to them blow up blow out on Thanksgiving blow out was 26 15 but they, they got thumped a little bit and then <laughs> that was a tough plane ride for the Eagles <laughs>
0: Mm. mm.
1: Um, you, you want to try to cycle it all back?
0: Yeah, I I was <laughs> going yeah, I I I lost we, we a out bit. there. Hey, but, but, you know it's good to talk it's good to talk I football, know, know. man. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, you know we, we spoke about your Giants. That's the point of this emergency quote unquote just normal episode. You know who knows.
1: Just getting ahead of that news. That's all we're doing.
0: Daniel Jones, man. All right. A, so. lot of, a lot of questions, but I guess the first one is he the future. What have you thought so far? Well, there was the initial hype. Oh, <laughs> bruh. The initial hype, Danny dimes a nickname. I mean, people thought people lost their shit. It was the Bucks, no offense. They, they beat us once, but still, like, like, like people lost it. Well, he ran, he ran in for like two touchdowns. Um, did Saquon play that game?
1: Yeah, Saquon was in, and he he threw for two, ran for two, so that's a pretty big game for especially first game in the NFL. I don't think that's totally unexpected from a new quarterback, you know, especially
0: like A, a quarterback also from a basketball school.
1: Also a basketball school. We don't talk about that in this house. Look, yeah, don't, that, we, we don't. that girl's yeah. knocking around somewhere, but you know, we don't know.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, 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 don't look, don't get ran up on mid-episode.
1: <laughs> Busting in the door. Uh so I feel like, you know, if a I don't know if you want to call Daniel Jones a mobile quarterback, but he's at least semi-mobile. And he showed that in the preseason. He was able to get out of the pocket actually with the ball field with his feet. And to have that come in. After it's been 15 years of Eli Manning, who has cement for feet, like that's <laughs> you, it's hard to game plan against. So, like, I feel like there's a little bit of that thrown in there. The second, who was that second game against? I got the Giants pulled up here somewhere. Sorry, I have like 10,000 tabs open.
0: Oh, you good, bro. You good.
1: Um, our only other one of the season was against the Redskins. And that was a trouncing, uh... but that was also like, they didn't know what they had going on at quarterback. They, was a that quarterback was when they Case Keenum? It, and they brought Haskins in to start the second half.
0: Oh, that was a legendary game where he can't like people were saying he shouldn't be a, a quarterback. Yeah. A NFL quarterback. But he, I mean, he didn't throw for anything, but still beat us somehow. I mean,
1: Jones looked good in the first half. I think he did fumble at least if not, you know, have multiple turnovers, but they got ahead quick. And I think the, Redskins are just grasping at straws, trying to do something. So they switched the quarterback and it went poorly. You know, since well, then, he has some of had... these young kids and fumbling. I swear to God, man. Well, that's one of the things I want to get to on Daniel Jones. How Allen, man. Ugh. But, you know, <sighs> looking at Daniel Jones' stats overall, he's played in 11 games. I think he's technically started 10. Um, cause they brought in, him in, in relief in the Cowboys game, which they weren't going to win that game. So overall his completion percentage is about 60% for 2300 yards, almost 2400 yards, 18 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And on top of that, he has a total of 15 fumbles, but he's, mm. he's lost 12, I believe. Uh, no 10. He's lost 10. So he has 28 turnovers to his 18 scores, uh, but that's just passing his rushing scores. I don't know if it's more than two. It's just two. So it was just from that Tampa big game. So total or, you know, the crazy new QBR 53.2 quarterback rating of 84. 84 is not terrible for an NFL starter, but you know, you would like to see it closer to that hundred range. Obviously, the upper echelon of that is at 158.3, which, you know, for whatever reason doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But not a whole lot of quarterbacks go a whole season above a hundred. That's that's relatively good for that. 84 especially is a rookie. Terrible, especially a rookie. And I think it's worth noting to look at the weapons around him. We got rid of Odell. We brought in Golden Tate. Golden Tate was out for his first two starts. He came back and was able to get something going with him. Now, I don't re- remember if Golden Tate was allowed to practice or not, so I don't know if he was able to build rapport with him before that or not. But most of those plays that Golden Tate has had that have been really good this season have been pretty big big, big hitter plays. Somewhat filling in for Odell in that respect. Somewhat, I think, just chance and happenstance. He's connected best with Darius Slayton, uh, who's the rookie, which that makes a whole lot more sense. They probably played a lot together, at least in the scout team in the offseason, second team right. reps, and all that. Um Sterling Shepard missed a large part of the season so far which he's I probably the best receiver if you want to put him better than Golden Tate or Evan Ingram um but he's had the most success of the team for sure and his concussions have been bad i mean i gave that second concussion. the same thing happened to brandon cooks this year where he was out for an extended period of time because he got multiple concussions back to back which is you know just the way they have to handle it in the nfl these days anyway he was one ingram.
0: of the people i was well not ingram um shepherd was one of the people i was saying okay as far as this giants team we're gonna see if like i didn't want to compare him to like juju in a way but i was like okay like a b ain't there no more like like you know odell isn't there no more so like what are you
1: you know what i'm saying And yeah, we, we spoke a little bit before the pod, but he's, he's made his earnings out of the slot with Odell on the outside, which is a good place to be in general. And it's going to get you some open looks, especially as an outlet for the quarterback coming over the middle. So uh, it's not surprising that he hasn't had the same season that he's had in the past with Odell gone. Also, he's missed half the season. He's played six games. So Mm. that's tough. Evan Ingram has played eight games. He's also missed time with injury and he has not looked like himself and his hands have not looked like themselves. He has dropped a lot of balls. I, I'm not sure where to find exactly stats on drops, but
0: <laughs> we'll
1: we put ourselves through that. I mean, even I'm just, I'm looking at the receiving right now or like the receiving stats for the team. The only person who's played, or sorry, the two people that have made receptions for the team that have played all 12 games this year are Cody core. Who? You, want, you want to guess who that is? Yeah. Right, let me look at the depth chart and see where he is.
0: Um, He is. Now, Now you know, now, you know, like I'm not his guy, receiver. but I'm pretty sure that sounds like a white man.
1: You know, let, let's pull it up. Uh, do you think he has a picture on ESPN? Nah, he's black.
0: There's no way.
1: He he was on the Bengals before. He, he's he's a black guy. He, he was a sixth round oh, pick yeah. in 2016. And uh, Elijah Penny, who I believe is a running back.
0: I think I've heard that name, but I'm not for sure.
1: So, yeah, them two have played all 12 games so far. So it's like not a whole lot of great chemistry. The offensive line is technically better than it was last year, but it's not great. I don't know what the hell happened to Nate Solder. He is not what he was in the Patriots. Seitler's been all right, an improvement from what we had, but cohesiveness isn't totally there. I don't understand, and this actually will bring me back around to what could be potential Eli hype. I don't know why Saquon's not getting the ball out of the backfield, like on end rounds or just out of like slants out of the backfield. I don't know if they need him in there to block. He's not getting the time to get out there to get open. We're not really running a whole lot of screens to him. Granted, you know,
0: the run game's been bad. So I can see how the screen game wouldn't necessarily be great. Um, I'm glad you brought him up because that brings up two of my questions. Yeah, One is Saquon the future because I said yo, Saquon's like like his ceiling is like unlimited, Loki. Like he's incredible. That and what do you say to and or about the people who said, oh they would have been better if they would have got Darnold instead of Saquon, which I think that's ridiculous. I think that's ridiculous. Okay, I'm glad it's not just
1: me. I think... If you look at the history of the Giants first round draft picks in general, they've always been a best player available kind of pick. Probably outside of this past season and that was Gettleman's was his first or second draft. I can't remember if he was only pick picked Saquon or not. But he you know, it's a high draft pick to spend on a running back, but if you look at Saquon's build I don't see why you don't think he could play at least a decade, which is above average for an NFL running back with the strength that he plays with. He has, it's been far and few between this season compared to last season, but he has made some spectacular plays where it's just like people are falling off of him. He's jumping over people. He's making people miss in an incredible way. The problem with him at least running the ball this year is I don't know what run designs we're doing i don't know if it's on the offensive line or if it's the play calling but the dude cannot get past the line of scrimmage so it's like i think the stagnation of his statistics compared to last year or regression if you want to use that word is i wouldn't say that is i think it's more on his ability to actually get into the secondary on these running plays and then on top of that like if you're not able to do that I know you don't want to get away from the run game completely, but there's other ways to get your running back to the ball. And I don't see him getting a ton of receptions in general and any that are really in meaningful space. And I think that's one of the things that Eli did better last year. And, you know, like three, three potential factors, offensive line, play calling and Daniel Jones does Daniel Jones have enough time in the pocket or the wherewithal as a quarterback to make it through his reads far enough to get back to Saquon as his outlet? Is he thinking of Saquon as his outlet? Is he staying in to block more, and can he get out there and be his outlet? These are questions that I'm not in the football expert. The first
0: part about the line? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I just had to. Sorry.
1: No, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Saquon, with the time he's missed, is fifth in receptions on the team. And I mm-hmm. I don't I don't see why that shouldn't be higher. I I, I mean it's fourth in targets, but
0: I, I so can't believe as Shepard. far as DJ. Excuse, I'm not calling him that either. Daniel Jones. As far as so Daniel is, is he Jones, is the future? It, it, him and Saquon is the future bright in New York? Your I think I, I think it has potential.
1: But I think there's a number of factors around that. I think we have decent weapons around them. They could be better, but there's definitely no depth there, and there's no depth on the line. So, like, if anyone goes down, it's like a huge gap is going to open up. And you know, I don't. Just, I was excited when Pat Schumer came on as the head coach because he had that really great season for the Vikings with, you know, Case Keenum at quarterback and they made it how far in the playoffs was it divisional or the conference round with Case Keenum? Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought when he was going to come over that Case was going to follow with him to the Giants, which I would have been on board for. But regardless, it didn't happen. He has not looked, the offense has not looked any better than it did with McAdoo, to be honest. I mean, it's, it looks extremely <laughs> stagnant. And oh. I, to be fair, I think the numbers would, if I you know, had the wherewithal to look all this stuff up, I think they would look pretty similar over the two-year span, which they've both been head coach for the Giants over the past four years, about even between the two of them. And um, a lot of that early success was just... The Giants' first half of the year with McAdoo was a lot better. It really went off the rails and went down the dumpster fire after that. No.
0: <laughs> I think schumer has been a little bit better in general, but it it doesn't. It's just not. Like it's it, just not you guys' time. It's it's time to build for the future. I think,
1: and it's been it's been put off multiple times at this point. And yeah. I even that might just speak to ownership not wanting to fully commit. And I'm not saying tank. But I'm saying, like, have real, like, we've
0: made a. Do you of think tanking works in the NFL? No. Or do you just need too many like people and too many things have to happen?
1: Yeah, because it's one thing to tank in the NBA. If you're able to get a lottery pick, that that one player is 10 percent of your roster. Right. <laughs> but,
0: some, hey, but sometimes, it, sometimes it could be Anthony Davis. Sometimes it could be Anthony <laughs> Bennett. <I'm sighs> ah. I was wondering what name you were gonna. put I will out. never good forget. <laughs> I was sitting on him before it was cool. Is he out of the league at this point? Oh he's, yeah, he's out of the league. He's somewhere. He's somewhere eating Krispy Kreme. I'm sure. Well, but, see, I, what's up? <laughs> no, because I, I have a thought in my head, but I'm gonna be nice. But go ahead, bro. <laughs> go ahead, no, let it out. Let it out. Don't bite your tongue. Oh man. So okay. Anthony Bennett, man, it's just, I I, I didn't see it at, I, I didn't see it at Vegas, man. And like, I, I went, I literally, I'm telling you, it's, it's not going to happen here. I'm going to have an episode. That 2013 draft, I would say it was weak, but it's like, Anthony Bennett went ahead of Bradley Beal and Victor Olendipo. That's insane. I. <laughs>
1: <God, laughs> Wasn't it kind of shit on then? Also, I mean, that pick. People just said he had the most "quote unquote"
0: potential. That's what you say about guys coming. He from was overseas. like he was like a. He wasn't even really a three. He was more of a four, and like it, it was just I, I didn't I didn't get it. I'm telling. I'm gonna have an episode where we just break down that you know that 2013 draft because it was not. I mean, bruh.
1: That, like that's not what you say about Porzingis, who like has had success, but in a different league. Like, what did UNLV do with Bennett?
0: I mean, no, a lot of teams or whatever, you know, stuff might not go well. Like, I mean, Ben Simmons, LSU team didn't make it to the NCAA tournament, but uh, who the hell told him to go to LSU? Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I was, I was really confused. They were like, "Wait, so no one picks at, at football school? Like, what is this?" Like, but, um. The last thing I wanted to get on to before we talked about the other guy, you know, speak a little bit about, you know, a little bit more, I guess, in how you feel or your thoughts going into Monday, man. Monday Night Football, the big, you know, booger. You get to listen to booger. I know you're excited.
1: wasn't excited to
0: listen to booger.
1: I was excited. And then you brought it up. Booger and Tessitone. Oh, my God. or whatever.
0: Uh, I, feel, I feel like people shit on them so bad or whatever, but like my thing is, I people are like, well, you ain't watching Monday Night Football. You're watching Raw. And I'm like, damn, this is true.
1: So I've already talked about with <laughs> the Giants have been on a pretty epic losing streak. I At this point, I was ready to shut down Daniel Jones in general. Um, yes. I, I mean, at the same token, I don't want to full tank the rest of the season, but What's the point of running Saquon into the back of our center when we could just run Wayne Gallman to the back of our center for a couple more games and the season's done?
0: Wayne Gallman, shout out another um, Clemson player. Yeah, which
1: I was excited when we got him, but uh, he's—I I, I think he's a little undersized for the NFL. But you know that—that that happens to players. Um, so I mean, with Eli in, I think it could rejuvenate a little bit of offense and get things going. I—I I think. If the Giants come out on top, it's going to be Philly looks bad, not the Giants look good.
0: Also, too, I wanted to say, like, I think, because I I told you, I was, like, people are going to listen to me like, yo, because I was shocked when Austin and Keto picked the Giants, and I was the only person to pick the Eagles. I'm like, are you guys crazy? They're like, no, they're not good. They're going to lose. I'm like, it's in Philly. And I was like, they're not going to lose after losing to the Dolphins. That's the biggest thing. You cannot lose to the dolphins and the giants back to back. No offense. I think we have a better shot with the Eagles at home
1: in the last week of the season, especially because they're coming off that loss to the dolphins that like that gets people fired up in locker rooms. Like, you know, coming back home, you're in front of your home crowd. You don't want to embarrass yourself. I think, I think they have too much talent to not play well, but if their receivers can't catch passes, it's going to look even worse against our secondary.
0: I think if they lose to you guys after losing to the dolphins or whatever, that statue of, um, <laughs> Doug Peterson, yeah, Doug Peterson, Nick Foles, somebody like either craps on it or like tears it down. I don't know. They're not going to touch Rocky. So, you know, they got to do something. They eat horse poop off of it. Yeah. Well, I, well <laughs> put another crack in the Liberty bell. I mean, we can keep going.
1: Yeah, it's hard to get excited for the Giants this season. Um I'm I'm interested Stand to see what Eli, what I'm interested to see what Eli's gonna do. Oh, the one thing I was gonna talk about just quickly too is comparing Daniel Jones' numbers to Eli last year. Just I feel like that's the only fair comparison you can make just because okay, it, yeah, it was the sure. same it was the same offensive system. So I already brought up Daniel Jones' stats. Um Eli last year, sixty-six percent completion rating, forty three hundred yards, just shy of that. He played all sixteen games. Uh, 21 touchdowns, 11 picks. And then one other thing I did want to bring up was sacks. Uh, Eli got sacked 47 times last season. That's through 16 games. Daniel Jones got sacked 33 times this season through 11 games. So that's basically on pace. 18-11 touchdown interception ratio for Jones compared to 21-11. That actually doesn't sound terrible on the touchdown side. But if you factor in Daniel Jones' fumbles, the turnovers have been out of this world. And he probably could have gotten 3,500 yards if he played the rest of the season, which I don't think there's any point bringing him back. He's 4% lower completion percentage when you're in the sixties. That's not that great in general, but I don't think it's a huge difference. And I think a little bit that probably speaks to the system that they're running. It, like it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of difference between a yeah. 15 year veteran Eli Manning draft in 2004 versus a rookie quarterback out of Duke. I mean, and you know, coming from the same coaching background that David Cutcliffe connection that they had, which I think is kind of why they lean towards Daniel Jones, but right. Yeah. I, I don't want to go through another coaching change because I don't think it's going to really help at least Jones's development. And I don't know like two years and two years. That's not typical for a giants team in terms of their coaching history, but you know, you could bring in another play caller you know, if if Pat Schumer has a specific design for his offense that he wants, which he's an offensive minded head coach, you know, so is Jason Garrett, and they brought in Kellen Moore to call the plays, and it it's been better.
0: If Eli hadn't got benched after week two, would he be out here, quote unquote, making? Well, I'm not going to talk about Eli because he's he hasn't been playing, but this person has been making, I'm going to say making a fool of himself, but I mean, infamously, it's a straight-up quote, which also, too, shout out, um, shout out, um, somebody on Bleacher Report or whatever I was told has stolen this from Don't Bite Your Tongue and everything. <laughs> Chargers, no, for Chargers going Charger. Who was saying that before we were saying that around here? Yeah. We literally had the episode, Chargers going Chargers and Brown going Brown. You but think he would look, he, what do you would like Eli be out first? here doing, yes? There we go, bro. Phillip Rivers. That what was it? The Monday night game when he threw the five picks? Yeah, that's rough. Let me pull Bam, pick. I caught the last two because I, I like raw went off, so I said, Oh, shoot, the game's still on. Let me go turn. I turned to it and I caught the last two picks. I said, What? And somebody said, That's number five on the night. I said, Yo, <laughs> I laughed for, like I mean, some straight. Super villain, right, man? It was crazy. Phillip Rivers
1: this season. He is 3,400 yards passing, which I think is close to the top of the league, but his touchdown interceptions is 17 and 15. So his overall rating is 87. Daniel Jones is 84. I mean, honestly, I the way the offense was trending when Eli was in there, I don't think it... Would have been even that high on the yard side, but I, I, I think I think that '04 quarterback class just finally flamed out.
0: Oh, bro, they they done for. Like, um, I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna say, oh my god, like Devlin Duck Hodges is just about to be the leader of the Steelers or whatever. But like, who's really looking forward? Who's really looking forward to like more seasons of Ben in Pittsburgh? Yeah,
1: I out of all of them, too. He's the one that's been the most banged up this whole time. Granted, he had as much success postseason wise as Eli's has over the same span. Um, I think Rivers really got unlucky a couple times there in the postseason. I think the, some of those Charger teams, even I mean, even last year, they had a great year. Um, I could see them making a deeper run at one of those points in times if they didn't. Flame out
0: the way they did. But anyway. Um that's something with that franchise. Like I remember the LT teams or whatever with Schadenheimer going like 12 and 4, going to the playoffs and just it's a completely different squad. But go ahead. Yeah, I
1: I don't think Eli would have had as good a season as Philip River has had, and his season hasn't been that great. So I think probably more than anything the positive outlook could be the fact that he's had such time off. He's been watching the offense. Maybe he's been frustrated with some of the things that they've been doing or some of the reads that Daniel Jones has been making. And maybe he could turn it around with his own quarterback IQ, get the ball to stick one a little bit more in open space, maybe adjust the play more at the line of scrimmage. um, Not, you know, run the ball into an eight man box. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, again, I, 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 I'm not going to sit here. Like, I, I've watched a bunch of Giants games. I'm not sitting here counting people in the box every snap of the play or anything, but, you know. You notice know
0: stuff. You notice stuff.
1: They've been third and long on almost all drives this season for a reason. It's because the running game hasn't been going, and I would imagine the, de- the defensive coordinators with Saquon coming back off the injury know they want to get Saquon the ball, and maybe that's probably how they're calling the plays against them. So. Yeah, La- not a ton of not a ton of positivity on the Giants talk, but uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, with interesting news coming out, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens and what changes. It might be worth revisiting later if things go in a different direction.
0: Most well, bro, Look, last two things with the Giants though, before we get on yeah. to another quarterback. Yeah, are you call it now? Guaranteeing a win in Philadelphia, Giants? <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: no. I wish the I, I wish I, could be, the, I, I, I wish could be I could be the hype man for the Giants, but uh no. you
0: gotta come with the energy, man. You gotta come with it. You know, you, I mean it's been times where like deep down, I'm like, yo, the Panthers probably gonna go out there and embarrass me. But can I say that out loud? Am I gonna speak that into this microphone? Hell no. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta be delusional, man. Life makes you delusional. I least, I, respect, I respect
1: the fact that you've been picking the Panthers pretty much all season, even again, in some tough games. But yeah,
0: I was the one over here talking about, "Yo, Michigan's really going to beat Ohio State," and they came and smacked us by twenty nine points yeah. in Michigan.
1: The, has Harbaugh ever beaten them? I don't think no. so.
0: He's zero and five. That's tough. But you know, what's I can't. You know why I can't crap on them? Why? Besides that game, four out of five years, we've won 10 games. Yeah. I mean, they don't win the game, but, I mean, they win games. That is a good record for college, for sure. Especially
1: especially where Michigan was before he got there.
0: That is big facts, yeah. And and the Big Ten, I mean, with with, with Ohio State every year, Wisconsin every year, Penn State, with James, you know, I mean, yeah. And um, the second to last thing. Yep. Over... Under two and a half, I can't, I ain't gonna quite say two or three, two and a half quote unquote Eli faces in this game. You know what I'm talking about. I ain't gotta explain it, people know what I'm talking about. Over, over. (laughs) Have you missed the Eli faces? I feel like we haven't seen them.
1: It's been hard to miss because his clones out there.
0: Well, yeah, this is very true. I remember shout out Austin. He was like, yo, uh, Daniel Jones is who who play at, like Eli in the movie about Eli Manning. <laughs> Dude, th- that one gif before the season,
1: or I think it was the preseason where they were both warming up a quarterback together and just like their their motions exactly the same, their face is exactly the same. Is it he
0: a Maybe. I thought you saw us. <laughs> <laughs> See tether. <laughs> um, Speaking of tether, I wish somebody would just go ahead and just tether Cam Newton's body back together because he's breaking apart. Damn it! That segue just rolled on out of here. Man. Hey, bro, that's a crazy hey, shit. <laughs> God, not even King God. Um, so
1: about the same time today, yeah. That that news story broke about Cam putting on uh, IR surgery again.
0: You have the official like medical joint, right? Are you ever pulled up? Because I cannot find that crap, bro. I believe I do. So he's going to
1: undergo surgery on that left foot injury that uh he s- supposedly he aggravated the Liz Frank injury originally suffered in the preseason game against the Buccaneers. So. He had the soldier injury from last year and in
0: the preseason game he suffered this list, Frank injury on his left foot and Wait, wait, wait. You talking about the preseason game against the Pets or the I mean not the Pets, but is it the Pats or the Steelers? I can't remember. The it was buzz. one of them. The Buzz was week two. Yes. Why are we just or why is he just having surgery in week four going into week fourteen when you've been he's been on IR for how many weeks now? Well,
1: so he wasn't on IR because he well is that why they put him on? Maybe he's
0: been on IR this whole time, yeah. But I don't understand... It said, it said he was on IR a couple of weeks back, because we were like, okay, so it pretty much Kyle out on our bust. It was like right before, like, okay, we just knew we're out of this race. It was, I think it was before the Packers game, honestly.
1: You're correct. And um, I don't understand the phrasing of this, where it says he re- he aggravated that injury. Doing what? Like off like training like rehab like how do you aggravate an injury while you're rehabbing an injury
0: well this is about to be a question um because you know a little bit of nba whatever for people listening you know this nfl episode but you know a little bit nba intertwined you remember i don't know if it was last year or the year before when year before when markel Falls, like nobody could just exactly determine what in the hell was going on with him yeah And it was like I remember they came out with a report like he had like his shoulder drained, and I remember like people like that know what they're talking about was like yeah that's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) So like what what is really the what is really the Cam Newton injury man? Is it just like your body's just done for? Like what is it? What's happening? Well. And so, also, does this determine, like, I want to bring up after this, because you brought up a great point that I want you to tell the people. But before yeah. this, does this just for sure he's going to Chicago? That's a question. Remember that. And then tell the people what you said about the whole Rivera thing.
1: So, yeah, clearly this is not the biggest news that has come out of Carolina this week with them letting Ron Rivera
0: go. I'm curious. I love what we're this- saying, parting ways. The other part was said, um, he's fired. I was like, damn. <laughs> that was <shade. laughs> i mean
1: i think it's pretty clear the new owner has a different mind to how he wants the franchise to go in, in a certain direction which does not have ron rivera at part of it clearly yeah, we're, now that, we're gonna now talk that about that the interim
0: coaching out. later just to end that off go because i want to bring him up but later on go go ahead and talk about those two but yeah do, do you think
1: that this um Cam Newton surgery had been talked about in the facility prior to them letting Ron Rivera go is it in it part would shock me. knowing that Cam would probably miss significant time in the beginning of next season that they didn't even want to bother with Rivera potentially a defensive line coach having the role with Kyle Allen who has not had a great couple past weeks Jeez. going into next season but wouldn't you still be in that case if you let Cam Newton walk and well, he's not a freezing yet. He has one more year on his contract,
0: but if mm-hmm. you know, pulled a trade with a Chicago per se, which is going to be Chicago. I just keep hearing it, it. Where there's smoke, there's fire. It's like Chicago's getting him, Marcus Mariota, or Marcus Mariota was going to hit up Vince McMahon for a job. Um, and, and I made the joke on one episode. I don't know if you remember. I was like, I feel like the Redskins like, owner, like Dan Snyder's just dumb enough to be like, oh, Kevin, there's a former MVP. Well, I think that actually has a lot
1: of potential for the Redskins. It, it seems like exactly the kind of thing that they would do is take a shot on a guy that uh, – this is why I want to get to with this injury stuff quickly too. Please, please. I'm weak you, now. <laughs> you, or, you already came to the season with a Cam Newton who had not fully recovered from the shoulder, sur- shoulder surgery. Um, yeah. I think that has played out pretty – much in everyone's minds, watching him throw the ball at the beginning of the season. Then he gets this foot injury in the preseason, which... He not
0: plant his foot in the, the Bucs game, so he, he was literally like what you said about Eli. He had cement feet.
1: Yeah, he can't plan his feet to throw off his bum shoulder, and he can't do the other thing, move the ball with his feet, which is what makes him the 2015 MVP that he is, or was, whatever you want that, to say. That, that saved Rivera's job because he got fired um, that year, but you know, I digress. The, the best narrative going to the off season for Cam Newton would have been he's had all this time to sit, recover, and rehab, and somehow he's going under the knife again for the foot. Well, I don't know if he went under the knife initially for the foot, but like, why would they wait two, three months from when he got the injury to begin with? To... I, I
0: said that about last year because like he got he, he he apparently got the shoulder surgery the middle of the summer, and like he didn't play like the last couple weeks like last season. Like Kyle Lyle, played like the last, I want to say two games. I know he played the last game for sure, but like we saw I this think, before. And I he was coming was into this game. year like, I'm healthy. I'm ready. I'm healthy. And you want healthy, man.
1: Do you think this speaks to Carolina's training staff at all? I, like the Giants had a problem oh, with the training staff for years where players were not coming back healthy. And it was a real problem. Like post the 2011 Super Bowl, there was a couple of years there where no one could get healthy. And I don't, I don't know if you've
0: seen maybe a systemic issue
1: across the team with that, or if
0: it's just been Cam. I think it's Cam's the only one that just pops in my head. Yeah. Like, is it literally kind of just like you know, you're the you're the last person to know that you're done?
1: Well, there should be people around you in your organization that should help support you make the decision about yourself. And
0: you know, I could
1: also see Cam being the kind of guy that doesn't want to hear it. And has his own people telling him what he should be thinking. And, you know, maybe maybe he's just so competitively focused that he wants to be on the field and he thinks that his talent can win out, which it has for a lot of his career. But, dude, like if you, you can't throw, if you don't have a shoulder, you can't run, if you don't have
0: a foot. And like they really don't complement each other in terms. And of the last, game. the last two games, like I mean, th- like he was clearly like, the last two games we saw him. And like I said, it's funny because him and Eli only played first two weeks. Yeah. The Rams game or whatever, he was out. He was like overthrowing like receivers like it was crazy. Yeah. And then in the Bucs game, he couldn't move. Yep. I mean, he was literally like just couldn't move. Like, I mean, and, and this is ter- this is this is good. This is better because little dude's doing a lot better. At one point or whatever. I had to take Coco to the vet because something was going on with his back. We had to give him some medicine or whatever, but Coco was literally limping around. Coco was moving better with his little limp, with his little tiny little dog legs or whatever, better than Cam was out there in that game against the Bucks. Yep. Just getting that out there. Sorry. That's how I I
1: feel. I want to get back to one thing real quick. I was looking at numbers for Trubisky's contract. Um (laughs) I mean, if we're gonna talk about this money making Mitch. <laughs> two years remaining on a four year deal, a mere eight million this season and nine point two million in twenty twenty, and he carries a fifth year team option. So, you know, if they wanted to make a move, they're you know, Cam's contract, I think next year is twenty million versus his would be nine. I don't think it would be that terrible to carry it another nine into twenty twenty not given the fifth year option and you know cam is kind of on a prove it one year deal if they make that trade
0: i don't i don't want mitch um i don't know if mitch oh i don't mean i'm saying they could carry mitch the bears could well well, as far as i I know i have a job for him i have a job for him you know where right where well if not the xfl you know he's he's pretty (laughs) athletic at carolina like maybe he can come on you know join smackdown it's on fox now Maybe join the raw rust roster, send him down to the performance center. Get on NXT for a little bit. I, he's already got the good wrestling name, Money Making Mitch. There we go.
1: What's that new wrestling league? Oh, AEW? Aren't they all undersized? He could he could join them. <laughs> 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 Oh God.
0: Oh. They're literally all like my size. So yeah, that is brighter. That is about right. I got you with that wrestling take, damn. Mm. <laughs> Check you out knowing things, bro. <laughs> Trubisky. like just just go by his last name. If if
1: I was the Panthers, you you got to try to get something out of him, right?
0: Like in terms of a trade, I, I, you don't just let him walk. Oh, there's no way. You know, he, he gives this heart. He gives this like you know. He gives it. He goes out this little thing in his weird little font. You know, Carolina was some of my best years or whatever. I've loved the organization. Da 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 da. I never Man, knew that see- about his Twitter font until literally today. That is the oh, dumbest thing. It is ridiculous. It's, he's been doing that for years.
1: I saw some people saying like it makes it more recognizable. So when you see that font, you think of him. It's like, yeah. When the hell do you see that font?
0: <laughs> just his Twitter page. That's a- it. J- it's just him, and I'm like it literally reminds me of like we were talking about it on the episode as far as why why back in like the MySpace days where we using like threes as E's oh god because there are <laughs> no emojis that's why god knows you, you you know how they be like oh you know we need to bring back this we need to bring back that you know the 90s back all this sort of thing. I'm like some things need to stay where they at yeah just, just throwing that out there we've moved on in a good way fake facts like i never need jabot jeans and 40 like us wearing he clothes would ever come back oh you know it's coming one speaking day of, when i was at speaking of cam too when i was at the fair actually the state fair this year i saw foxtails and i was i would never forget when i saw that man wearing a foxtail walking into the game wait like like it was a fanny pack but it was a tail on the back no, it was like a like it's like an accessory, kind of like a keychain or whatever. But it's like a foxtail. Oh, yeah. Mm. Was that like a lucky rabbit's foot? That's- yes, but I mean, when I say a foxtail, it is literally like huge. Like you can't not see it. That's too much. Was it like
1: did- begging bay- someone to steal my
0: keys? Apparently, did did you see um <laughs> did did you-, did you see the Texans? Uh, I think it was their linebacker core or whatever it was come in with the SWAT like uh, vest on. I heard
1: about that. You know, that's the thing though, is if you do that, you better win. And uh they took care of business, so they get away with it. It's that's like uh the hurricanes getting off the, the team playing with the fatigues. You only get you only get to do that if uh you pull it out. And I believe Miami lost that game
0: yeah you don't want to be like a couple of years ago in the nba the wizards and the celtics were having a series or whatever and i think the first or the second round i can't remember but um i think it was like game six or seven and the wizards were up and they wore all black because it was gonna quote unquote be a, fun- a funeral and it lost by 15 <laughs> you can't do it because then espn are gonna rip you alive
1: <laughs> oh my god pulled a zombie on them came back from the dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo um I'm, I'm trying to think bros you got any um you got any final takes before we get out of here
1: i don't think so man it's fun to do this again um
0: I'm, I'm glad cam news popped up
1: yeah a little extra it's been a crazy year for quarterbacks it's been really interesting you know uh riscilla did a podcast right before the season started talking about all the backup quarterbacks in the league and I think the point of his thing was that it's not that deep and it's kind of underrated in terms of like what names are out there, especially on big teams. And it's really come to fruition this year in terms of like quarterback depth is a big deal. And if you don't have someone in place like say a Teddy Bridgewater, your season could really oh, take quickly.
0: I was thinking of him. You read my mind because I was going to say I feel like there's a backup quarterback who should be over the starting quarterback, but for the sake of that division, I'm glad that he isn't. And I'm not trying to, oh, you're just sitting on Drew Brees because he destroys your team. And I'm like, hey, if he hadn't came back when he did, there'd be a lot more conversations about Teddy right now. So All, I'm all right,
1: straight up quick Saints take there. I yeah. thought for sure they would run kind of a Either Lamar Jackson or Wildcat style with Taysom Hill here and there with with Teddy Bridgewater coming in off the injury, just because you know Champagne kind of crazy in terms of offensive things he likes to do. But it's crazy, rec- all right. He
0: bring it back to Bounty um, Gate this week. <sighs>
1: <laughs> but in, in, <laughs> in, in, in retrospect. It makes sense that it makes sense. We didn't see Taysom Hill while Teddy Bridgewater was in the quarterback because he's legit the only other quarterback. So you can't risk him going out there. So it might be one of the best things for the saints offense. Even if Drew Brees doesn't doesn't look as good as Bridgewater did while he was in, And you know, he's older. It might be some of the injury as well, too. They get that dynamic of having Taysom Hill back out there again. And I think it makes their offense pop in a different way. I mean, he, he had a great week this week. He probably won't do that every week, but having that wild card of like just crazy speed guy on special teams and on offense makes them dynamic in a different way, which is they might not have needed it per se, but it's, it's always good to have another card in your pocket, I guess.
0: Well, the saints were like, I remember when I looked at ESPN, like ranking of the teams, like, you know, we did that or whatever, like they were the number one question kind of two ways is two teams. Name the a team that has surprised you in a good way, and a team that has surprised you in like a terrible way. In the, like so far, I feel like I can already guess the terrible way. But you know, go ahead. Well,
1: the Giants didn't surprise me. I just had hope. <laughs> um, I I mean, I guess clearly the best way. The only reason I won't say Baltimore is because there was all that talk of them reinventing the offense going into the season. I mean, so, they still went 10-6 it, last year, so I mean. And, you know, they made the playoffs. Definitely <laughs> right. in, in the That's... best way, the 49ers, for sure. I don't agree with that. I didn't see this coming. Ki- Kyle Shanahan's offense is pretty incredible. I, I don't see a whole lot of teams being as successful with the jet sweep motion that they involve in their running game, like on the regular basis, it being actually a a usable fake and having success out of that. It, it kind of all hangs on Jimmy G to play well enough in the quarterback position to keep them in the game. And I guess the health of the running back core, but shit, man, like Raheem Morstat looked great last week. Yeah. Um, Even in a loss to Baltimore. I mean, like that, I would love to see that Super Bowl because that was such a, Great game and considering how bad the weather was, it's incredible how well both teams played. Um surprised in the worst way. You know how did you
0: did you see the Bengals being this bad? Um, okay, yeah, well, necessarily not, no, because I kind of like Joe Mixon. Right. I, I mean, was you know their
1: record last year.
0: Um, let me look that up because My thing is, you know, my homies like get on me or whatever as far as, oh, you know, your boy, Andy Dalton. I'm like, it's not my boy. I'm just trying to say he's not as bad as y'all make him out to be. He's not, I I mean, I agree with that too. Because I'm like, if he was on a lot of other teams or whatever, they would be trash. Like, I mean, they were
1: six and 10 last year. And it was mostly the second half of the season. They had a five. Game losing streak with just one win in the middle there before they lost their last two. So, going into their bye oh, week dunk. over the front half of the season, they were five and three. Right. Like, that's a pretty big difference. And obviously, AJ
0: Green hasn't been there, but. Oh, 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 you, did, did you hear my. Did you hear me when I literally said he has not come back and no one has noticed and or talk, spoke about it? I think there's something to that.
1: He's really. Just milking the thing. coming back
0: to this shit?
1: No, I, and I I can't really blame him. Although John Ross is back this week, if I don't know if if it, he could get some attention drawn off of him, I could see him playing well if he was going to play. But I don't think he's going to play.
0: He's like you I, said about Saquon.
1: What's the point? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. yeah. He, like, <laughs> hold on to your asset if you think you are going to be able to do something with him next year, or you know, what if AJ Green really was spent? and he's looked bad in practice after the injury, and that's the reason they haven't brought him back, you don't put him on the field so you can make a move with him.
0: No. I'm just saying. I, I, well, for your sake, I'm going to need them to maybe, or you probably need him to win one more time or whatever, and then Giants, you know what I'm saying, maybe get that number one spot. You know, Who knows?
1: I just don't know what we would do with it outside of Chase Young. I mean, that would be good, but...
0: I have heard that name. He's defensive end for Ohio State. Okay, got gotcha. you.
1: I mean, that would be the best thing I think the Giants could have go for them. Um, even, even if they don't get the number one overall pick, I think he might still be in play because whoever else is up there is going to be quarterback hungry. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, right now we're the second pick of the draft. I don't really want to screw that up. If it would be to see the (laughs) Eagles lose twice, yeah, it would be worth it. But other than that, you know, like, do we need to beat the Dolphins? I don't really care at this point.
0: God, that game hasn't happened yet, has it? No, that's next week. Mm. Are are you going to be a fan and watch that? Keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a better man than I. I'm not going to front. I think after the last two weeks or whatever, I'm done with watching the Panthers because literally I've watched them the last two weeks while recording, um, mul- like multiple episodes, like literally multiple episodes. Yeah. And I'm telling you, can you can hear it in like the Survivor Series episode? Shout out all the wrestling you no know, fans. You can hear like just the life being sucked out of me, <laughs> like the normal, like you know, enthusiasm and like you know, high spear is Just like oh, I'm just like man. What I don't even hear what you're saying like I literally like when have you ever just seen me drained? Not often. It it it, it I don't you've never seen it. It doesn't like it it rarely exists think so. for certain people. I literally was getting like right. I'm telling you, you would have thought like remember Android nineteen where he just sucked the life out of Goku? Oh yeah. Yeah, no. that was that, that was it. Was that nineteen? Yeah, it was, was nineteen. That well, Cell Cell would suck you with that little like tail joint or whatever. He was literally doing that to like just normal mor- like humans. Yeah, but you remember like Nineteen could suck your energy. Uh, but Goku kinda, technically had the whole like heart thing or whatever going on. It's been a while since I revisited that part of Dragon Ball Z. I did watch all super super is pretty great. I have to catch up on that or whatever. And we can get on that another podcast or whatever. And um, I'm actually, when we end this call, I'm going to talk to you about another appearance. I want you to make that. We kind of texted about earlier, but I ain't going to say that up here. Cause we don't want to, you know, hype the people up, you know, if it's not going to happen, you know,
1: we got, we'll, we'll figure it out offline. We'll... Yeah. 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 Any, any, any final, any final thoughts, bro? Just, you know, I'd love to be back in the feed another time. So most of It's tough, been, most been, great,
0: been great being on. Uh, yeah, man. I'm in this just like this. Um, shout out to homie Jack. I appreciate it, bro. Um, um, if you guys are listening, whatever, with headphones, back away. Baker, if you want that energy or that smoke, come for me. I want it. Adam. Ah, Adam. gang gang. Big trust. All this come, come at it, coward. Um Ron <laughs> Rivera. See you in Chicago. Who knows? Um <laughs> <and> <laughs> I I I think I think I'm good. Oh um also too. Um go t- go heels. We about to go off or whatever. Y'all already know. New Tar- talk yeah. about that soon. And you know, one more time, whatever. Appreciate the homie Jack coming back on, man. Much love. And and like we get all of these out the way. Until next time, we...